Barber College Success, brought to you by Craig Charles of Crown Cuts Academy JC, Crown Cuts Academy Bristol, Craig's Crown Cuts Downtown JC, spreading love, spreading love the JC ways, the only way we know how to do it is the Crown Cuts way. We got a banging episode today, we're going to talk about, my co-host, matter of fact, he came up with the topic, so I'm going to let him introduce himself, we're going to go around and introduce the panel, but again, Crown Cuts Academy, Crown Cuts Bristol, and Craig's Crown Cuts Downtown JC. Boom. Am I your barber? Off the rip, I'm gonna tell you that my sister-in-law came up with a topic, but she was clutch. She was clutch. Though. She, but she, she's been listening to the podcast because she's so interested. For real? Yeah, in barber. She does. She, she's a nurse practitioner, so she has nothing to do with barber. That's she what's loves up. The podcast. Anyways, I'm, am I feels? Am I your barber on Instagram? I'm happy to bring our guest in here. It's a blessing. Uh, meet you again and P I think it's your first time right yeah. Anthony he's been here so yes, sir. have y'all right back so if you want to introduce yourself I'm Selena Campbell Selena just came off doing this extremely awesome yoga class for the Confess Project just give a shout out to that she was amazing thank you Craig yeah my name is Preston Johnson from out, out of Bristol Virginia um, OG's Barbershop <laughs> What's up, Preston? <laughs> you trying to pull the mic towards you, but you already got a mic. Yeah. Yeah, my name is Preston Johnson. I'm from Bristol, Virginia. Um, just opened up a barbershop downtown, West State Street, OG's Barbershop. Come and check us out. Yes, sir. Uh, my name is Anthony Cockrell. I work downtown at uh, Craig's Crown Cuts. Uh, originally from Cleveland, Ohio. Been in the game about 12 years now. Steady. Glowing and growing. Anthony, he got the wettest jump shot out there. He's mm-hmm. out there balling every day with that shirt off. Like he, he hears wordplay though. Yeah, glowing and growing. You yeah, hear that? He didn't hesitate. Yeah, he, he's, he's a rapper. He's a he's, he's an undercover rapper. No, I don't rap. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we have um, Preston. Congratulations on the shop. Um, that's big. Anytime a shop open, that's big. We have another shop open. Um, Ethan told him he's getting a barber shop downtown Jonesboro as well. That's up, man. Yeah, so every time a shop comes up, I mean, that's amazing. That's good, good thing. Um, hey, you the headliner. Hey, you pop it off. Talk, what's up? So everybody listening, today's topic is appointments versus walk-ins. How do you Not, come up with that again? Like my sister-in-law. How, how did the conversation <laughs> even come up? How did I co- said, yo, I got to come up with this topic for this podcast. Y'all got any ideas? That's how it happened. Okay. And we, she, she bounced around, and she, as soon as she said that, I thought that was a cool question because I right. feel like that's one that the students most often ask me before they get in the shop is, which one do I think is better? Right. As long as it, as well as commission the blueprint, but that could be for a different conversation. Yes, that'll be a different episode. Yeah. I think that's a major topic because everyone wants to know. Everyone wants to know wh- which one is which is pr- preferable. Um, so when you, hear, when you hear that, Preston, what comes to your mind? Um, I mean, I would prefer, I prefer walk-ins over, over appointments, basically. Um, I feel with appointments, you know, you're losing a lot of people walking in. Um, you're losing a lot of clientele. I mean, appointments, I mean, I feel like, you know, they, they do work out, um, for certain people. Um, but I just feel like you're just losing too much out the back end with people just walking in, people coming in, um, and expecting you to be there providing the service. And you're saying, "Hey, look, I got this guy coming in. I can't, I can't get you." I respect that. I mean, I respect that. I respect that. And I look like you're itching to say something. No, no, you're good. I was, I was seeing if she was going to say something. Actually, uh, 
I was I think there's pros and cons of both of them. I think it's where you want to put your stress at. Right. So essentially you're taking what you don't like and, and moving it somewhere else. You're not necessarily getting rid of it. So when I think about walk-ins, like he's right. You show up to work, you turn the key, you walk in, your work's there. But sometimes that's not always the case. Sometimes there's holes in the day and you're a mercy to the end of the day. Right. You know, but also on the other on the flip side, I like appointments myself because I know what I have coming in. I know I can stretch out through a day. If there's gaps in my appointments, I can go to DMV if I need to. I can do, uh, I can go to the, you know, whatever I need to do. But also on the flip side of that, you're dealing with a lot more phone traffic to where people are constantly trying to contact you and get get a hold of you. When you could simply say, "Just show up in the shop. This is my hours." Great point. Um, another great point. You said you're able to go to the DMV because most people think that. Barbershops are supposed to be closed on Monday. It's like a national holiday. It's not really. The only reason why barbershops are closed on, on Mondays is because that's the, we're open on Saturdays, and that's the only day we have to do business outside of any other day. We can go to the courthouse. We can go shopping, pay a bill. That's why most barbershops are closed on Mondays opposed to Saturdays. But a lot of them are Monday through Friday. A lot of them are Monday through Saturday. But for me... When I started, I was just strictly Tuesday through Saturday, Monday, Monday to just do business. Um, there's plenty of pros and cons. Um, Anthony, what do you think? Uh, how, how do you approach it? Uh, <clears throat> when I first started legally, and what I mean by legally, like having my barber's license, a master barber license at that, uh, whenever I got that, you know what I'm saying, I did... Uh, so I would do a little appointments, but mostly just walk in. So I get what a uh, person was saying about you losing out, but you put that time in in the beginning. Like I go by appointment only now, just because I usually try to spend a lot more time with my kids now. But say I got an appointment and somebody just books like a lineup, you're not gonna take a whole thirty, forty-five an hour on that. And they might book that time slot. You get them out. You get a walk-in in before your next appointment comes in. It's really just how you want to work. I go by appointment because it lets me know, hey, when I can start my day or, or how late my day is going to end. That's what I like to know. I want to know like a wanted area, like how much of my time am I going to be doing this because anything might happen. You might have to leave or you might can come in late or, like you said, get more stuff done. Like as far as like paying bills or at home stuff, it's really just on the barber, I would say. But there's pros to each, cons uh, to uh, each. Preston, you look like you wanted to say something. Good. No, you're good. You're good. Um, objectively, I think it's um we are in this industry. This is our job. So as our job, we want to be able to maximize the most earnings possible. And I, I think at times, when we strictly keep it just to walk-ins, you can have some dead time. But at times, it's also people can set an appointment and they can cancel as well. So I think you you have to find the niche that works for you and test out both ways. Because one thing I can say about walking, some people, they don't have the time just to set a two o'clock appointment. They just want to be able to stop by, see if somebody's open. They come in, in and out. But some walk-ins also, they just want to come and just get cut by a certain barber. Right. You know what I'm right. saying? So you got to find what also works for you because if they ain't, if the, if the 
walking is not coming for you, then at that point, what do you do? You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to find somewhere where you can make appointments as well because you don't want to be the barber just, just sitting there not cutting. But just say on the flip side, though, if you have appointment-only barbers and you have walk-in people coming in and you're having to, hey, we can't do that, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I just I just feel like you're it's— You're losing out. You're really losing out. I mean, that's, that's people going back saying, hey, we can't get a cut here. I mean, the, the word of mouth is— is, is it's advertisement, you know what I'm saying, for for your company. So I feel as like as a business owner, I mean, I I would, I just the walk-ins is just one thing, you know what I'm saying. I just so we're here for the people, you know what I'm saying. Right. I hear a lot of I us, and you know, a schedule set for for a time. I mean, eight to five is eight to five. Open the doors from eight to five. I mean, right. be available for those hours. That's true. What about your barbers though? Do you let them choose, or are you just a walk-in only shop? I mean. I would in in my shop. I would I would I would put the front. I would lay it down as uh, walk-ins only. You know, especially in the in the location, the foot traffic, the high volume traffic area. I mean, there's going to be a lot of a lot of people coming and going. So right. I would prefer someone be available to someone walking to that door at any at any moment. You know what I'm saying? Okay, with the walk-in appointments. Would is it a factor that let's say you are with a client at that time and this person that walks in is kind of in a rush? How are you able to really be able to get that walk in appointment knowing maybe you still have 20 more minutes in this? I mean, I feel that there would have to be an understanding between the person that's coming in as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You already see someone in the chair. Uh You already know what's going on. You, You know, there's going to be a wait. Unless there's a barber that's Unless open, there's a barber available you to, that yeah. you can go to. Right. It's a good question. I, I was just going to say that I feel like, you know, for me, it was a preference thing. I think it's also it's a preference, really, unless you work at a shop and you're new to the shop and they tell you, like P said, we want to be walking. Then, you you know, you got to come to that mutual understanding. For me, it was like, you know, most people don't get off work till I mean, I would say the majority of people don't get off work till about five. So, right, you know, in the shop all day, and then it's about six o'clock. It's gonna and be then, hard, and then you still gotta tell people no because you want to go home. But then your boy walks in, and then it's like, oh, okay, I'm here to seven. And then you, then you know, Mister, what's so and so? You missed him twice. You don't want to let him go. Then you're there till nine, and then you divorce. So, like for me, I had to make <laughs> I had to make a decision that, like, for me, I'm gonna make my appointments here. This is my set hours. You can book with me if you want me to cut your hair. And that's it. I do like walk-ins. I miss walk-ins because a lot of walk-ins, like communication happens between people that it normally wouldn't happen between. And I miss that part of it because I think that's important. And ideally, I think a good shop would be both and just charge more for appointments. And there'd be enough of a disparity between appointments and walk-ins that would discourage people from doing either. So like it would, it would really draw out a crowd for each person. That you would want, and it would maximize. That's one way to maximize it, I would say. And I also think that with you guys having walk-ins and appointments, that it customers like the availability. They like the flexibility to be able to walk into a place and say, "Okay, I do have this certain amount of time. I would like da 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 da." If it's possible, one thing that creates a lot of stress for barbers, and I think it puts pressure on a lot of barbers when they see a, sh- a shop full of people and have four or five people waiting because what they do, they tend to want a quick cut and then it's not art no more. You're just trying to get to the next client and that can 
that can weigh down on you. That can get stressful mentally. Um, I remember the first, say, 10 years in my shop. It was strictly just walk-ins. I would go to the shop and people would come. There'd be slow times, but I would understand that I know it's going to balance out towards Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. People are just going to come, especially on Saturdays. People are just going to come. And sometimes people look forward to just coming to the shop, sitting down, having a conversation, and a walk-in. You know what I mean? I know as time has moved on in this 20th century, everyone has somewhere to be, somewhere to go. So some people just want that specific 3 o'clock time, 4 o'clock time. And every barber knows when they're doing walk-in and somebody calls and say. Can I get a two o'clock appointment? You're like, man, I, I, I can accommodate you, but I really don't want to accommodate you because I have my regulars who come to me all the time. And then you're just, you're just a regular. I mean, you're just someone just, you know, every once in a while. I mean, you might hear hear from you once a week or every every month or just, I mean, it's, just, it's too sporadic. And right. It's not consistent. But but I'll also say this. I remember one time I was in the barbershop cutting and the the other barbers didn't come to work that day. And the shop was so busy. Mm. And I was getting anxiety. It was stressful. I was like, man, what do I do? And the best way for me to attack this was I got a sheet of paper and I gave everybody a slot and told them come back at that time. And it was so stress relieving just knowing that I had everybody lined up to come from, everybody got 30 minutes because I can cut. People say I'm one of the fastest barbers they know, but I can cut someone's hair within 30 minutes. 30 minutes is a good amount of time for me. And I set it up from nine to five, and it was just a peace of mind. Mm-hmm. Knowing that as soon as I'm done, I can't take no more, I'm good. And you know you got a cut coming every 30 minutes. Right. You know what I mean? So if you can set it up like that, that's the that's the pros. That's where you have less anxiety. That's where you're good. Just like when you go to the restaurant and they give you that beeper, they said, put your name down, we'll call you back in 15 minutes. Just knowing that when they call you, you could just go somewhere and you look at your clock, it's 2.15, or Preston is ready for me. That's a little bit of a, a, a relief because you don't have the anxiety of people sitting waiting for you. And you're looking at it as, because we count on those people now, we like, we got 10 people waiting and it's 6 o'clock. Oh, no. I might not get out of here till 9, 30, 10. And then that, that gives you a, 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 some anxiety right there. Right. right. <laughs> but you, you still had to understand and make a cutoff time. You know what I'm saying? Right. Your cutoff time. But, <laughs> but, but like. People don't want to hear that. Like you said earlier. For the, that's not your own sporadic client. That's your client who come to you all the time. I understand that. So, but at the same time, there still has to be that mutual understanding that, hey, this shop's full right now. Right. We can't get you. You know what I'm saying? We have to go home to our families like you have to go home to yours. And I will speak to the, but sometimes people don't want to hear that. I mean, yeah. I get, I've seen, I've yeah. seen it personally. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? He's laughing at one time. It was, uh, the, I left the previous shop. A guy actually, I said I couldn't cut your hair. And he was like, I'm going to go to the car, get my gun, and I'm going to shoot you. <laughs> that's that's pretty much what he said. So that happened to me. Fun fun fact. Anyways. That's not um, a fun fact. <laughs> it's a fun fact. I'm here, that's ain't the, I? I know. <laughs> that's you know a threatening fact. No, but there are also constant points. <laughs> people <laughs> <laughs> I don't want this to be a one-sided, you know. For me, appointments is better. But on the on the con side of appointments, you will constantly be messaged asking, "When can you get me in?" 
when when is, is your book full? Can you do this? Can you do that? And that that really gets kind of exhausting. Booking apps have helped, but it doesn't slow down that traffic. That's another episode. Don't let yeah, it out yeah. the bag. No, I'm not leaving. Don't let it out I'm the bag. Booking apps help, but they do not relieve the stress of of the constant hitting you up. When can you get me? Can you slide me in today? That stuff does not end. And I will say, on the flip, that I think that part. You know, I weighed out the pros and cons, and for me, I was willing to deal with that part rather than deal with the the sporadicness and also the you know, not being able to leave, you know, because also at the same time, when you go to work and it's slow all day and you get to five or six o'clock and it starts piling in, you're going to stay there and cut because you got to make up for the rest of the day. And you feel like that. You and, hit anybody, your and us being hustlers that we are, we would do that. So one of the con- the pros of, of um, having your schedule and having appointments is that you can count, you can see your paycheck. You can know what your paycheck is going to be. But also from my experience in um, just walk-ins, it always balances out. It always balances out. Every time. Every time. I don't know what it is. It's just always, when people know that they can count on you, that you're going to be, it always balances out. You always pretty much make the same that you're going to make every week. Because also with appointments, there are a lot of people who cancel. There are a lot of people who cancel. You got to have it set up to where you're at least getting something. Yeah. <laughs> right. You could, you could, I'm I mean, a big I, scheduler. Yeah. So for me, it would, because I like to plan out my day and my time. And, you know, I do have a family. So I can see both perspectives on, you know, the benefits of the walk ins and then the scheduling. But here's one thing that I just thought of it that's, I could see that's kind of, you can lose out with your scheduling uh-huh. the barbershop. Especially the barbershop in the, in the neighborhood, the black communities, is a place where people came and got information. It was also a place where people came and just kind of relieved some stress just to talk to their barbers. And for them just to go in and come out, some people frown upon that because they're losing the essence of what the barbershop is. That's why I call it, That's why I went to the OGs, bro. That's why I brought up the name. That's why I named the OGs for that simple fact, to bring that, that feel back. Craig, when Craig first started booming down in Johnson City, first time I came to Johnson City, Craig's shop. I mean, it's just like the old school neighbor shop, neighborhood shop that you come in. You feel welcome. It's that community. You feel that community built, you know what I'm saying? So, so that's, that's the pros right that's, there that you can miss out yeah. if you're just going strictly to appointments. Right. You're not going to have the vibe. It's where, business when you become the appointment. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Strictly business. Where so. everybody, you, you come in, you dap everybody up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's up? What's going on? You know what I'm saying? You feel good. Hey, man, how's the kids? How's the family? But those conversations, will kind of diminish. But you could still have that, correct? Yeah, you I don't have to lose that. Yeah. And it's still there? It, to an extent, because you want people to come and get their cut and move on because you don't have space. But you've been cutting. You've been cutting for how many years? You've been in this game for how many years? For a long I mean, time. I mean, eventually, I mean, certain things, I mean, as you get older, you know what I'm saying? You it, wanna, it, it evolves. It, it evolves. You, right. And so you've taken that step to, you know what I'm saying, from the barbershop to now you're an instructor, you get what I'm saying? You're on the school. You get what I'm saying? Those steps right there. But, I mean... Um, I, I see it both. Right. Because I, I, for me, to give my barbers the advantage, I I, I, I came up with something to help them. Right. And it's along the lines of helping them schedule. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even right. to the point where giving them an app. Right. So that clients can have an app where they'll go to the app and... You know what I mean? So I, I, I'm evolving because I understand as... We evolve. Everything has to evolve. Right. Everything, though. You got to make an appointment for everything, everything yeah. now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, I just love 
the freedom. One day I might not get booked. Hey, for me, I still got a kid that ain't in school yet. I can spend more time with him. You know what I'm saying? So everything adds up, whether it's making money or not, because you always want to spend time with your kids and family, but you always want to get some money for y'all to survive as well. So I don't know. I know I know one thing, though. When you first come into the game, you got to do walk-ins. I think it's, I, that's. I think that's true. I think, and it's really hard to come in and just appointments off the rip when you ain't really got much of a clientele. Because I, I built myself on walk-ins because you're really you're putting yourself out there. You letting people, you know, you showing the product which is yourself, and you wanted to get as much exposure as possible. And you're really cutting because you don't really know what kind of clientele you want when you first get in. You start, you're just cutting everybody, you know, old, young kids, all that, and until. You finally get to where you're like, okay, this is what I'm comfortable with. This is what I like to do more often. This is the de- demographic I'm looking for. Then you can really – that also amplifies your amount of earning at that point. Oh, yeah, by far. You can know what to charge, too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I like doing appointments, too, because, like, I have my price there. You don't got to ask. Mm-hmm. So, like, if I send you to my booking site, you don't have to be like, well, how much you charge? It's right there next to it. And yeah. if you don't want to pay it, you're just not going to book. You know what I'm saying? So for me, it keeps them, I don't even like saying it like this, but them cheap clients that just want to come in and you can say it. pay you $20, I'm not doing that. Yeah, not, you got you to give back, though. I mean, yeah, but you got to know how to give back, too, though. <laughs> you got to give back. People humble, ain't always going to give you gotta back be humble. to you. Humble. Yeah. Shout out to um my big sponsor, Colossal Brand. Again, um, Jay, thank you for all you do for us. Um, again, Colossal Brand, hit them up on um, colossal.org. Um, he got some great products, some great materials, some great things happening. If you want some shirts, if you want his specific print on your, whatever you have, hit him up. Colossal Brand. I was just thinking, I had a conversation with Preston not long ago. We were talking about appointments and uh, walk-ins and he was like man you can just 30 them out and i was like right. and that's kind of what i've been doing so it's almost walk-in almost like that it, but not really but i see what you're saying and it, it makes me almost like want to do walk-ins again but then the other side is like nah, i don't want to but you know it's just, it's really a decision that you as a barber have to make personally because it, it'll i think it just like scheduling your work week it, it affects it, it it hits everybody differently like it would work better for each individual person. But but either one, you have to go and build clientele. Of course. Yeah. Either one, you have to have a good reputation. Either one, you have to treat people well. You still have to have consistency. Consistency. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're nice. Because if you're nice, you're still going to get them. you kind of basically going to be working off of appointment. Because the ones that just want to come get cut by you, most of the time they're going to say, all right, man, I'll see you same time next week. You know what I'm saying? So. But 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 it's more than being nice though. Well, you you have to have a great attitude because you told me you left a barber because of what he was nice. But what you left him because of what? Hey man, <laughs> you see what I'm saying? You don't see eye to eye. But that's my point. So you still have to have a great attitude and treat people well and humble yourself and understand you, your skill is great, but your personality and the person who you are should be greater. Because that's what people because think. That's of. how you build your clientele. Yeah. For me. And establish your report throughout the community. That's that's important. That's valuable. That that is so critical in in, in what we do. That is so critical. 
So when when you guys set your schedules and everything, and you guys know your clientele base, and a walk-in does happen to come in, and let's say hypothetically on a hairstyle or a certain styler, and it takes longer, what would you guys normally do in that situation? You 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 you, you don't have a choice. You're a master barber. You got to cut the hair. Okay. You don't have a choice. I don't like barbers sizing people up. Oh, uh-huh. what you, what kind of haircut you want? You're not, what you, you're not in the game because you like the industry. You're in the game because you're just trying to, if somebody comes in, yeah, you got to, yeah. you got to, you got to take care of your clients. Right. You have to take care of your clients. Even though the haircut takes 30, wow. 40, yeah. you got to take care of your clients. Because you, what are you in the industry for? Did you, you come in just to sharpen pencils or cut hair? Right. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Plus you took that, you took that on. You took that oath yourself. to be a master barber. Especially if you sit them down in your chair. <laughs> So what's the difference in a master barber and a regular barber? You're either going to be cutting on your porch or you're going to be cutting in a building that you done put together, an establishment. Okay. Well, a master barber, you don't turn down no services. So, I mean, you still cannot turn down. You definitely don't want to turn down no services and you not getting that So check. what are we speaking about? Just about like, like educationally-wise. <laughs> okay, so educationally-wise, uh, master barbers are... Able to perform chemical services and okay. and coloring and stuff like that. Wise a barber would just be able to perform haircuts and, and shaves okay. and stuff like that. So that's the educational difference between them. Sometimes it, not even shaves. Because a lot it, of people don't know how to use that razor. It just depends on where you're at or, or, oh, yeah. or your classical training. Yes. But I, I, I think, like I said, it's a personal thing. For me, I, I've weighed the pros and cons and just being able to have a piece of show up, have a piece of paper with who wants to wants me to cut your hair. Cause I really feel like people that really value your time will make appointments. And those are the kind of people I want to attract people. that are like, I got an hour. I don't have time to sit in the shop all day. Uh, I'm going to go there at four o'clock with an appointment and hopefully be done within an hour. So I can go on to something else. And, and I, being in the industry more, that's the more of the side that I lean to because those people tend to be professionals. And, and, and what, what is one thing everybody have in their hand? Their phone. So people want to see, people look for reviews all the time. So like you said, we have to evolve. Every, if you're just taking walk-ins, you might miss out on those clients who flying in, on those clients who just coming into your town for Thanksgiving, or the clients just coming in to see someone. Some people come into a town, an area, to visit family, visit friends, right. and word of mouth is good, but more often than not, they're going online now. They go on online and read your reviews, read what people say about you. Oh, he got a bad attitude. He don't show up. Oh, I'm not going there. <laughs> you know what I mean? So as we evolve in this new, in this age of ours right now, you almost have to have some type of way to schedule people in, but still take walk-ins. <laughs> I mean, you do. I think, I think that's what I said. I think the best shop is the one that, you you have appointments you charge more for, and then you have walk-ins on top of that. And I think that's you got to find your balance and do both. Yeah, that's how I do. I mean, I, I essentially charge more for an appointment because you set this time. Yeah, you and should. If, if you don't show up, you know what I'm saying? Then hey, that's on you. You priority. I mean, that, that when, you, when I hear appointment, I hear priority. Right. That's what I hear when when I when I hear appointment. That means uh, that's my priority. Like. You know, you're this. I should be getting my hair cut in this time because it's my time. And students should start building that rapport when they're in school. 
start building a reputation of that barber who you want to evolve to be while you're in school. Your attitude, your punctuality, your sanitation, your cleanliness, all those attribute to who you're going to be as a barber, a master barber. All those attributes you want to have and you build it as you're going. People watching you. So when that time comes, you go into wherever you, shop you're going to be, you're going to OGs, you're going to, well, y'all, what's your name of the shop again, am I? By the Blade Barbershop. By the Blade. By the Blade Barbershop. You know what I mean? Or you can come down to Crown Cuts in Johnson City or wherever you're going to be, wherever the shop you're going to Johnson City, people want to know that, hey, before they come to you and follow you, you got a great attitude and you're going to give them some good service and they're going to be pleased. Hey, Craig, it's just Johnson City. We ain't Johnson and Johnson City. <laughs> I mean, no, I Johnson City's you, epic, man. I think that's the time that is established between you and the client. And this is where you are building those relationships and being able to have those rapport with them. And they come back, and then the word of mouth comes. And then that's how you guys see your income as well. I'm learning a lot about barbers and master barbers. <laughs> Actually, taking appointments will help bring walk-ins to your shop. Because if I give this great service to this person who comes to me all the time, uh, this person might see him walking down the street. Hey, man, where you get your hair cut? Oh, yeah, I go to such and such. They might come in the shop even though I can't get them in because I'm booked up. Somebody else could take them. I just thought of another pro for walk-ins. And I remember this is one thing that I liked about it the most that I, I, I realize I miss now is when I'm cutting your hair, you walk in, I'm cutting your hair, that's your time. And there's no time limit to that. And sometimes, I'll be honest with you, man, I do haircuts that I feel like I should take more time on. And quick cut it. And I rush it. Yeah. I, I rush it to get to the next appointment. But when I did walk-ins, that was one of the most relieving things about it was, like, no matter how long it's going to take me to cut your hair, I'm going to get you right. And I didn't really think about the the – not that I care about the money now, but it's more so the time, <laughs> trying to get from person to person to service as many people as I can. When I did walk-ins, it was about the art. It was about the let me get you right you know, change your life right now. And then whenever, when it, when I'm done, then the next person will get blessed. So the next question in that just came to mind is how much time should be allotted for a walk, uh, uh, appointment, appointment. I say 30 to 45 minutes, unless somebody wants to get a full service haircut. Yeah. It depends on services. I mean, if you're going to do an appointment, I mean, I feel as if it should be like a full service, you know, um, washing, that's automatic anyhow. You shampoo. know, every shampoo, um, massage, you know what I'm saying? All of the therapeutic, you know what I'm saying? Right. Gifts from, um, I would say the hour. I mean, that's. Yeah, I think you get what you pay for. You I, I think about 45 minutes. That's a good, right. unless you get like some cuts, you could take you 15, 20 minutes. Right. And you can slide them in under 40 minutes. You know, but I think you should slot at least for a, um, Appointment, 45 minutes. Give yourself that 15. I think it just yeah. depends on what you... I mean, if I got to do a haircut and a beard, you know, the time limit's going to be different than just a haircut or, you know, like a haircut, a beard, and a shave or something like that. So it really just depends on what you do. But I think a standard haircut, um, if you're if you're a vet, 30 to 45 minutes probably. And it's also important that before we talk about the appointments and walk-ins, that what, you should at least come to work at least... At least thirty minutes early to get your tools right, so when your appointments or your walking come in, that you can get them right. You're not taking five, ten minutes 
when they come in to clean your tools, get yourself right, eat some food. You got to come before that. You got to be prepared in advance to give that service. And every barber has been eating breakfast while starting their first haircut. I think everybody's done that at least once. You already you you like hold on, I'm gonna get you. You just start cleaning stuff and putting the cape on them while you're eating your food. I, but, I've done it. I know, but that, that stuff needs to change. We got to come prepared because we expect them to be a certain way. So we we should be a certain way too. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just I'm just, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there as an example. Because barber got notorious for being late. I was, I was talking to this guy <clears throat> yesterday and no Saturday and I was talking to him and his barber told him I'm pulling up and 20 minutes pass in the conversation and the barber's not there yet. So just for me being polite, I kept them occupied by conversing with him and I had to leave, but I just wanted to ease his mind because he was sitting there by himself outside and the barber texted him and said, I'm pulling up 20 minutes later. He hasn't pulled up <laughs> and barbers do that a lot. Say what your time is. If you're going to be there approximately two minutes, don't come 20 minutes later. Just say, Hey, I'll be there in 20 minutes. It's a Kanye West song. He said five hours later, I'll be there in five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? That's that's it just you need to reciprocate some things in our industry. Yeah, I mean at times, I, and I'm, I'm guilty of it too. But you're right. I mean, you definitely should come in early and get your stuff right. Be ready, waiting on your client. Greet them by name, and then get into it. Whether you're doing walk-ins or not, you know, if you even if you're walk-ins, you got to come in, cut the lights on. Get it, you know, get everything set up. I mean, either way, it's the same thing. You need to right. be prepared. Yes, sir. I think this was this was a hot topic. This was a great topic. What you guys think, Preston? What you think? Your first time in a is it your first time in the podcast? Yeah. yeah for what, sure. what What do you think about it? I like it. I like it. What 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 do you like about it? I mean, just the conversation, just to see everybody's views, and you know, what I'm saying. Right, back and forth. I like. It. Yeah, everybody who comes to the podcast have to come again. <laughs> that might put some stuff into your perspective. Yeah, for right. Sure. So, what'd you learn today, Selena? Let's take it back. I learned um, as a customer client um, your mindsets and different perspectives on how you guys feel about your appointments and more of your walk-ins. So, and just really trying to make a change and building the relationships between you and us. As far as like trying to establish a community, making sure that you guys are really there for your customers and still being able to have your work-life balance. That's important. Mm-hmm. What you get out of today, Ant? Uh, I mean, I you know, you, you know, you always say you'll never get nothing. You nah, always say, nah, Craig, you ain't got, Craig, you ain't got to teach me nothing, Craig. <laughs> I'm here to get my license. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> first day of school, yeah, I went to <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm built different. Yeah. He said, just log my hours. Yeah. Hey, he, but, but to be honest, though, I learned that on my slow days, I might just need to go sit in a shop and get some walk-ins, but I'm just like, I've done this already. Free money. You know what I'm saying? Free, easy money. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> just dang. sitting there. 
Even though I take walk, I mean take appointments now, I went to the shop on days that I might only have one appointment. It might be that extra little bitch you take your kid to just jump or something. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, that's, that's, a, that's a gem right there. That's a gem right there. You know what I'm saying? Pay that light bill. Yeah, exactly. Pay that water bill. Stuff like that. Yeah, pay that blueprint. Take friend. it home. Yeah. <laughs> pay the blueprint. Yeah. <laughs> on time. Thing is, what, if there, what if you go there and you sat there all day? Eight hours and did one cut. You just man, like, push yourself. You know what I'm saying? Get out there. It's foot traffic, but get out there. Hey, look. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and I want to get on that. But like you said, though, if you go in the shop, yeah, you a hustler though. You, a, I mean, you got a hustle. Bro. If you like, got more than one stream of income. If you go in the shop, right, and people are not coming, that's when times you can clean your clean your tools, work on your craft, work on your game, perfect yourself. Perfect yourself. Change your barbicide. Somebody listening right <laughs> now. Listen right now. You need to change your barbicide. Do clean, it. clean the bathroom. Clean the shop. Do some things around the shop because new barbers now their, their perception is they want to go in and they just want it to all happen right now and then. That's not realistic. Yeah, that don't happen. You got you got to work at it. You got to be there. I mean, you have to be there and be in the moment. I think I think a lot of things they see is just, it's, they see the platform barbers. They see the the fame of it. And they they don't really see the actual reality of things. You know, a lot of these barbers that we fell under, I mean, I fell into it myself when I first started the barber. I bought every clipper out there, named after every barber, went to all these events. You know, I took some things back home and everything like that. But, you know, a lot of these barbers that you're looking at cutting on these platforms is doing these things. I mean, they cutting $200 a cut. And, you know, I feel like we, we, we've been let down some in in certain situations or certain cases, whatever, just by just like the fame of, you get lost in it. Exactly, yeah. you get lost in it, and and understand that's there is reality because they might do five hundred haircuts, but they taking pictures of all the haircuts mm-hmm. and only going to put their best one. And you thinking that oh they don't have no off days, mm-hmm. they don't have no dead time. All they're doing just making money, making money, 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 money all sure. day. And then some barbers are doing well. But they have to work. They got to grind just like you're doing it. You might not have that platform, mm-hmm. but you're doing it the same way. It's, and it's just like when I went to the NFL, we put our pants on the same way, the same jokes we was cracking like when I was starting out in high school. <laughs> and the pads was the same. The same gripe everybody had in high school was the same gripe everybody had in the NFL. You know what I mean? Man, my pants don't fit. Man, my pants too tight. Can I get a bigger pants? No, you got to take the ones that you have. And you thinking like, man, this is the NFL. They're going to give you like 30 pairs of pants. Like, no, you're going to wear that one, see how it fits. And then if something happened to it, if it's ripped, that's what we're going to give you a new one. You know what I mean? But everybody think it's just like this unreality of only certain people gets blessed. Only certain people it rains on. Only certain barbers, because they're celebrity barbers, who are, and that's an important point you brought up, Preston. God, they want to buy all the clippers. You get lost in that. You have purpose. You have quality. You have ambition. You want the same thing they want. You're doing the same thing that they want. After a while, your fade is just as good as everybody else's fade. I seen this guy today on the platform we had in Confess Project. And this dude did a whole haircut. He's a major, what's his name? Uh, Danny. I'm a, I'm a Mara or something like that. Yeah. Well, Danny, he's great. The success addict on Instagram. He's great. He, he works for Andis Masters. So the thing that they're pushing right now is cutting hair with just clippers. Long white hair. 
Because before everybody should give the stigma, man, if you ain't touching no shares, you're not a barber. If you're using the clippers above the Prado Ridge, you don't know what you're doing. That's just a stigma. And, I mean, I perfected the clipper cutting with long hair. And people are like, man, you ain't no barber. You know I'm like, because I'm the only person doing it? Because, I mean, but I perfected that. <laughs> but some people try to make you feel like, man, you ain't. Because they're not, because everybody's doing it this way. So the bottom line with this thing today, appointments, walking, you have to find your niche. What works for you, because they both can work. Last, good, lasting words before we close out. None of it is going to work unless you put forth the effort. Yes. And you stay consistent. And you're in the shop, whether it's appointments or walk-ins. If you're not there when people need you to be there, then you're not going to be successful. Yes. I agree. <laughs> What's your last words before we get off the show? Those are my last words. <laughs> they were good ones. <laughs> Thank you. What's your last words, Ant, before we get off this platform? Was it, uh, this was a great one. Uh, I would just say find what, best, what works best for you. But in the, in the beginning – you know what I'm saying? Unless you, what you said, take school serious and set yourself up for appointment base, it's going to be hard on you when you're trying to go fresh into the shop thinking that you're just going to take straight appointments. Uh, that gem right there that you just dropped. Say it again. Take what? Take walk-ins. Take school serious. Yeah, take walk-ins. Take school serious. A lot of people don't do that. <laughs> Preston, what's your last words before we close out? Appreciate y'all having me, man. Thank you for being here. For real, for real. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. This was a dope one. Um, this was great. Again, Barbacar Success brought to you by Craig Charles and my co-host, Mr. Yes, sir. Crown Cuts Academy, JC. Crown Cuts Academy, Bristol. Craig's Crown Cuts, downtown JC. Spreading love the JC way. The only way we now do it is the Crown Cuts way. Check us out. Want to change your career? You want to do something big? Hit us up. We enroll in once a month, the first Tuesday of every month in Johnson City, and we we are enrolling this the second the second Tuesday of the month in Bristol. We offer the GI Bill, we offer financial aid, we offer all of that in-house financing. If you are able to go through the vocational rehab, hit us up. We'll let you cha- help you change your career and put you on a path to greatness. Thanks for again for our top twenty-five feed spot. Shout out to them for ranking us in the top 25 in barber content in the world, in the country. Hey, we're doing big things. And again, thank you for coming, P. Appreciate it, bro. We're going to have you on again. Let's be out. Peace.